Can't pay the IRS? Haven't filed in a while? Receiving threatening letters? Yeah, it's about to get worse. The IRS is hiring an army of agents targeting hardworking Americans like you. You need warriors on your side. You need Tax Network USA. Tax Network USA employs brilliant strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. For instance, they've discovered a limited-time special offer that the IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Never call the IRS alone. Let Tax Network USA attorneys handle it. They have preferred direct lines to the IRS. They know which agents to work with and which to avoid. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts and offer a best-in-class guarantee. Schedule your free consultation now. Call one 800 245 6000 That's one 800 245 6000 Or visit taxnetworkusa.com slash victor. Taxnetworkusa.com slash victor. Hello, America, and happy Saturday. We got a good one for you. Congressman Rich McCormick, a emergency room doctor, a military veteran, a member of Congress from Georgia. He took one of the big blows against the emerging censorship machinery in America. He's going to describe that at the kickoff of today's show on this Saturday, December 23rd, two days before Christmas 2023. That's a great kickoff guest. In the second block, we're going to have Mark Morgan, former commissioner of the Customs and Border Protection Agency. He's going to talk about just how bad things are at the border and how quickly we could fix him if Joe Biden had the will. And then we'll finish up with Victoria Coates, one of the most important voices in all of national security, former deputy national security advisor to President Trump. That's a great show. Rich McCormick, Mark Mormon, Victoria Coates, back to back to back on this special Saturday before Christmas edition of John Solomon Reports. We're going to take that quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll start with Congressman McCormick right after these messages. Hey, folks, John Solomon here from John Solomon Reports. I'm proud to be on the iHeartRadio app every day with my podcast, with the news that we bring, the exclusive interviews. And you know what else is great? You can listen to any iHeartRadio station anywhere in the country inside this free app. I used to listen to all sorts of radio on my AM or FM radio. Today, I don't have time to be in the car that often. You know where I listen? I listen on the iHeartRadio app. It's awesome. And they have some really cool new features, unlike anything else in the market. One of them is called Talk Back Mic. Anytime I have something to say, I tap the mic and send my voice message and then listen to hear my voice on one of my favorite shows. Isn't that cool? You can send a message to your favorite disc jockey, your favorite podcast show host. So be sure to download the iHeart app radio. If you don't have it right now, the iHeart radio app is a winner. Be sure to download the free iHeart radio app today and start streaming your favorite radio stations, your favorite podcasts, and your favorite music playlists right from the iHeart radio app. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully 
successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAX membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for Just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Our first guest is a decorated Marine, an emergency room physician, and now he probably serves the great people of Georgia's 6th Congressional District. He's Congressman Rich McCormick, and he joins us right now. Congressman, Merry Christmas. Great to have you on the show for the first time. Merry Christmas. Good to see you, brother. It is good to see you, sir. You have done something very important. I think there's been all of these revelations in the last year about this infrastructure of censorship. You actually got something done. You got into the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, and you got a provision in to neuter one of those censorship machines that are out there. Tell us a little bit about what you did with NewsGuard and why you did it. So NewsGuard is an agency that basically rates different media outlets. And if you have a bad rating, you're not allowed to advertise on that agency, whether you're a military or anybody else, anything in the DOD. Uh, we're literally paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for this agency to do biased analysis where they could rate your news agency a, a horrible rating lower than China because of misinformation, whatever they deem it mis misinformation. Uh, it was totally subjective. It was biased. It was unfair. Uh, it always was against uh, conservative media, and it would not allow us to ser serve uh, the military's purpose of recruiting members in the most conservative venues. So so it's twofold. First of all, it was to rob people of the opportunity to invest in their companies that are conservative. And secondly, it would hurt recruiting efforts because we know darn well that you're not going to recruit up the liberal uh, media outlets. You're going to find those sort of patriotic people, those people who want to join the military, are going to be found in the conservative venues. That's why the Army has been falling short by 25% this year. We have a horrible, matter of fact, the Sergeant Major of the Army, when I was arguing with him over this point, uh, bet me 100 push-ups, and he owes me 100 push-ups, which I will collect. <laughs> Uh, that that they would make the recruiting goals. They didn't even come close. They even worse because they're not recruiting warriors. They're not doing what the Marine Corps. Marine Corps met their ma match because uh, they're actually recruiting warriors. They're going after the conservative venues. They're actually going after the kind of people that you want in the military. Stop chasing your tail. Stop doing the wrong thing. Getting rid of NewsGuard, making sure they can't be used to bias our advertising dollars is the right thing to do. It takes away from their uh, liberal agenda and it helps us rec recruiting. I'm glad we got put in the NDA. Yeah, it's such an important strike. It's really the first constructive and concrete action that Republicans have been able to do to really fight uh, censorship. Uh, a big win. It got all the way through the conference committee. Congratulations. I think all of us who value free speech appreciate what you did there. I want to turn to something because there's a tie between these two things. I know you're going down to the border after the first year with the speaker. In the last 24 hours, we got two numbers that I think really epitomize the Biden administration's record. The first is the lowest 
smallest army we've had since World War II because of the failure to meet those recruitment numbers. And then at the same time, the largest number ever recorded at the southern border crossing in a day, 12,600 illegal aliens. Two numbers that I think speak volumes about the Biden administration. Are Americans fed up and our Congress? Is your Republican colleagues ready to do something dramatic to address these? Well, here, here's the funny thing. We passed H.R. 2. It was one of the first things we passed. The very, very first things we passed in the, in the very opening of Congress to secure our border, to, yeah. to remain in Mexico, to, to have more border patrol agents, not the ones that Joe Biden wants to send down there to process people as they reclaim assignment, but actually to turn back people from coming in the United States illegally, to finish the wall, to do all the things we said we were going to do. We passed it. The Senate has literally sat on it. The president has sat on it. The president has no intention uh, of making this into law. As a matter of fact, to the point where they say we're not even going to combine it with other things that we want because we don't want any compromise in securing our border. Now, this comes at a great political cost to him, and he is going to lose the election on this single issue, if nothing else. And there's a lot to pick on him. But, but if you think about it, not even the sanctuary cities. Those, sanct those sanctimonious sanctuary cities that said, oh, we don't care. Let them come here. We'll protect them. They're saying no more. We can't handle yeah. it. The most liberal of liberal cities do not want it anymore. And that tells you what the American people are right now. If the liberals are willing to turn them away and say, we don't want it, then the American public is sick and tired of it. We've done our part. He needs to do his part. Yeah, you're exactly right. You can see it in the polling number. There's no doubt about it. So I want to turn uh, to the uh, national security issues uh, overseas. You served our country bravely as a Marine. Uh, we see what's going on in the Red Sea, uh, the danger that commerce could be completely interrupted by the Houthi rebels. Just two, two and a half years ago, Joe Biden was telling us, hey, I'm removing the Houthis from the terrorism list. They're good people. Don't worry about them. Now they've caused such havoc. Is this another big misstep for Joe Biden? Will he put the terrorism sanctions back on? He's got it. Right? I don't know what he's thinking. In their doctrine, they literally talk about destroying Israel, destroying America, hating people who are not thinking exactly like they are. That's in their doctrine. That's who they are and what they believe, what they teach, what they what they go out there. You look at what they're doing. They're attacking ships. They're attacking commerce. They're attacking people. They're trying to kill people. They are evil human beings that need to be wiped off the face of the earth. I am literally, if, if I was the commander in that area, I would be pleading with the Secretary of Defense to get the president to authorize me to eliminate every single hoodie that they came in after our shipping lanes, after anybody else who's an ally. Literally, let's destroy them. Let's go after them. I don't care where they are. I don't care what country they're in. If you can identify them as the bad guys that are terrorists, let's get rid of them. That's how you deal with evil. You're not going to convince them by holding out an olive branch. You convince them by at the end of a tip of a spear. Yeah, isn't that so true? <sighs> Amazing. Sir, uh, I always feel like an underachiever when I'm talking to you because of all the great things you've done in your life, a Marine, emergency room doctor, member of Congress, your medical background is so important. And right now there's an incredible debate going on about whether the United States will yield its sovereignty to the World Health Organization. Now, you care about people, you care about patients, you have treated thousands of patients. What's wrong with the effort by the Biden administration to yield so much power to the WHO? We just had a hearing on this, uh, yielding our, our, our sovereignty to any organization, whether it be the UN, the World Health Organization, or anybody else, is absolutely a step towards globalism. It's a step towards giving up our sovereignty, our rights as Americans. We are the one country, the one country in the world that was established on the principle of empowering people over a government. Why we would ever allow a government, our own government, 
let alone a foreign government to have subject over us, to tell us what to do, to tell us what's right and wrong. We already have a problem with our government thinking it's God, literally replacing the moral standards of our churches, literally replacing doctors as what's right in medicine. Why in the hell would we ever turn it over to a foreign entity when we can't even get our own politics right? I have no interest in expanding government control over us, uh, whether it be foreign or domestic, quite frankly. Yeah, I think a lot of heads in the audience nodding when they hear you say that. It makes so much sense, and we got to just make sure it doesn't happen. Uh, so in the time we have left, I want to talk a little bit about the earthquake we felt in Colorado last night. I think a lot of people shocked that, that the Colorado Supreme Court, the highest court in that state, would issue the ruling it did. I know you feel very strongly about this. Uh, what do you think is the right recourse now that we know the ruling's out there? What do you think happens, and uh, do you think the Supreme Court will do the right thing? So the Supreme Court will do the right thing. We have a bunch of constitutional uh, Supreme Court justices. I think they are they got their head on right. You can see in the recent rulings, this will be appealed, of course. The problem is uh, that the we talk about the weaponization of government, whether it be the federal government as a judiciary uh, branch or as the executive branch or even the legislative branches. When you start weaponizing government against any person, I don't care if it's President Trump or, or the mailman or, or a garbage man. I think this is absolutely an overreach. They didn't have any sort of conviction. Uh, I don't know what their legal premise is. I've actually been trying to look into it and find where's their justification. I'd like to read the ruling. And I don't know if you have that verbiage, but where they think that they can actually justify taking him off of the, the ballot uh, when there's no conviction, especially not in Colorado. I don't understand how this could even happen. Uh, they, they, even if you have a conviction in another uh, state, it doesn't apply to Colorado. Even if you have a federal conviction, it doesn't apply to Colorado. Let Colorado be Colorado and let the cars fall where they may. This this overreach by judicial branch is scary, really scary. And I don't like it when the, the Supreme Court does it. I don't like it when any court does it. Don't go anywhere, folks. Mark Morgan and a very honest, impassioned assessment of what's going on at the border uh, right after these messages. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. 
plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000 or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. What's going on in the border puts every single American in the greatest risk we've seen in over two decades. Joining us right now, a former FBI agent, former commissioner of the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agency, and a good friend of the show, Mark Morgan, one of the great experts on our border security. Mark, great to have you on. Happy Christmas. Good. Thanks for joining us. John, always be great. It's great to be with you. And Merry Christmas to you as well. Yeah, uh, you have been warning of this moment for the last couple of years. Every time we've had you on, every time you talk on the podcast, you saw this moment coming. Record numbers of people daily now coming across the border. Lines that look longer than a Taylor Swift ticket sales concert. Uh, tell us a little bit about why the surge now and how damaging it is. Yeah, right now, I just got a report this morning. Yesterday was another 12,000 at our southwest border in 24-hour period. That's two days this week where we've exceeded 12,000. The 21-day average right now is getting close to 10,000 a day. We know we had a record-breaking year in FY21, and 22 broke that, 23 broke that. And right now, this year, FY24, we're on pace to break that. This is unsustainable. And the reason why it remains the same is this administration has completely abdicated its constitutional responsibility to defend and protect our nation's borders. They've sent out a very clear, crystal clear message to the entire world. If you make it to our borders, regardless of what your intent is, regardless of what your objective is, regardless of how you get here, if you make it to our borders, you're gonna be released in the United States. And then they feign outrage or misunderstanding of why they have no idea why this is happening. Yeah, it is remarkable. I want to remind all of our viewers, it was uh, several months ago we had you on and you were the first person to say, we're going to hit 12,000 a day uh, after Title 42 was lifted. You were exactly right, as you always are. It's, a, it's just a stunning number. It's, it puts three, 350,000 people a month coming into this country illegally, completely unsustainable, as you said. And, and John. And John, what I can real quick another number. I apologize, interrupt, but but it's it's not just what are apprehended. It's also what's getting into the country right now. They're actually releasing around six thousand a day. Mm-hmm. Again, they're 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 not doing any enforcement or national security uh, uh, responsibilities on our front line. They're, they've become, border patrol has become nothing but a processing enterprise, and their mandate is not to enforce the borders, not to enforce the law, or protect our national security. It's to get better and faster at releasing illegal aliens in the country. That's where we've become. Yeah, uh, it's, it's extraordinary, and it's going to come at an enormous expense. Almost every law enforcement official I've encountered in the last month says, John, I am so worried about the holiday season. I'm worried about the next few weeks. Never seen a terror matrix like this since uh, the Marriott right after 9-11. How bad is it, and what are you hearing from the frontline uh, terror screeners about what could happen over the next few weeks and why we're so blind to so many of the threats? 
So there's nothing specific right now, but but that's the issue. Right now you have the FBI, you have the director and, and intelligence entities throughout this country. What they're saying right now is that that uh, red red uh, alarms are going off every day, uh, every all day long. They've said again and again, intelligence report after intelligence report, Director Ray, testimony after testimony, that he said that he's never seen the threat. The, the, the threat to our national security is as highest as it's ever been. And they're talking about the wide open border that terrorist organizations could exploit the border. What more do we need, John? And what's frustrating to me is right now the FBI and others keep saying, well, we have no specific or credible uh, uh, information right now about a specific attack. John, the reality, again, I spent 20 years in the FBI. What that means is we don't know. That's the reality. That's what should be alarming. But when you've had over 8 million total encounters in the last 35 months, when you've had over 1.8 million known gotaways, we've apprehended more terrorists on the FBI's terror screening database than any other time in our lifetime. We've apprehended tens of thousands of special interest aliens that we know come from countries that sponsor, harbor, and facilitate terrorism. Now, I want to go back to the 1.8 million known gotaways. It's not if or when the national security threat's going to come to our borders. John, it's already here. It's here. When are we going to wake up? Yeah, you are exactly right. It's already here. There's no need to take anyone else across the border. The danger is already in our country, and that is a travesty, given all the great work that you and others did to build the post-9-11 security infrastructure. It seems like we've lost every lesson from that horrific day, and and it's going to come at a consequence. I know it. Uh, I want to turn to one of the tools that was enhanced and and really improved in the post-9-11 era after the hijackers. We created the terror watch list uh, for travelers for screening. Uh, It was around 100,000 people during its early years in 2002 to 2004. Yesterday, the Senate Homeland Security uh, Committee put out an extraordinary report saying they've allowed this list to balloon to 2 million because they don't call it, they don't review it. Uh, It's become a joke. It's too overwhelming to even manage. And it's actually making security less safe. How did such a common sense, great tool get to be so poorly managed that now it's become useless? We've lost our way, John. It's been 22 years. Now look, we've done a lot of great things. We really have. We've closed a lot of threats, a lot of loopholes, but at the same time, we've become this this incredibly bureaucracy uh, led entity. I, right, there's an old saying, if everything's a crisis, nothing's a crisis. And, and with that list, that's the way I look at that list. That's unmanageable. I, I, and right now, that's the thing, same thing that's going on our borders. Think about it. Right now, the volume of individuals that were apprehended that are on the terror screening database are special interest aliens. It's so large. It's so voluminous. We can't keep up. We're not doing interviews. We're not vetting these people. And those are the ones that we are catching. I mean, it's just unsustainable. You think about that. The FBI, there's no way the FBI has the resources to actually track everyone that's on this terror screening database. Yeah, there's no chance, no chance. And we put them in that position now because of the flood we've allowed in. It's extraordinary. I want to go to solutions because Republicans seem to have an upper hand. Polling is in their favor on closing down the border. The president, for the first time, is making some soundings. Again, I know he's got to answer to his left eventually, but some soundings that maybe there's a deal there. H.R. 2, which is a bill you helped create, has all of the best ideas of your extraordinary 30 years in law enforcement, border security. It seems like that's the deal that Republicans have to hold out to, will Republicans capitulate or do they hold out and get the actual sort of regimen that we need? 
Yeah, John, that's a great question, and that's where we're at right now. I, I believe we've never, the Republicans, have never been in a stronger position right now than we are right at this very moment in time in history. And if we don't seize upon this, I don't think we're ever going to have this opportunity again. We, this is the time for the Republicans to step up and educate the American people and make this White House put our security, put our border security and our sovereignty ahead of other nations. I'm not saying we shouldn't help other nations secure their border and protect their sovereignty. What I'm saying is, is we should put ours ahead of theirs. And right now we have our own war that we're fighting. And I use that intentionally, war, yeah. we're fighting our own borders and the cartels are our enemy. And right now, HR2, it's the strongest piece of border security legislation that's ever been passed in a single chamber in the United States Congress. And right now, and all but one Republican senator voted for it. So, John, there's our roadmap. That's our border security plan. That's what we need to do. And right now, we have Senate Republicans that are actually negotiating against themselves to water down the plan that they all voted for and agreed is the way forward to secure our border. So I'm hoping that they stand strong and they do not capitulate. There is no compromise on border security. John, look, I understand there's a lot in this country that we, we need people to come together and compromise on. But border security... That's not one of them. No. I mean, where, where's the compromising number of the drugs coming in and killing Americans or criminals, murders, rapists, pedophiles, gang members, or national security threats? There is no compromise on this. Yeah, no, there can't be. And there's been too much compromising for the last four or five years. It's just extraordinary to watch the capitulation. This is a moment where Republicans can change the course of this country. Real quickly, the Supreme Court's going to get this case. There's no doubt the new Texas law that allows Texas to arrest illegal aliens under state law. A historic case working its way through the court. It's not about the arrest right now. It's about setting a precedent, right? That's right. The governor, Abbott, once again, is stepping up, uh, filling the role of, of the federal government's constitutional duty to protect and defend our borders. Uh, through this law, he's going to be able to detain, prosecute, and remove illegal aliens, the very thing that our federal government should be doing. And I think no doubt, I think what's more important is, and you and I were talking about it, it's going to lead to the constitutional showdown that we've needed for three years. And that's exactly what's going to happen. And I think that Governor Abbott, he's going to be on the winning side of this. Folks, did you know that one of the great allies of commerce, one of the great passageways of commerce and free global economy is in grave danger right now. The Houthi rebels are constantly shooting at boats in the Red Sea. Victoria Coates is going to describe why that's happening, why the Biden administration deserves some blame for it, and how it could disrupt the entire global economy right after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. 
Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Welcome back, America. So many of the guests who've been on the show the last few months say, boy, the world feels like it's coming unglued, that there are just so many hotspots, so much instability, so little lack of respect for American soft and hard power right now. No place is that more evident right now than in one of the most important shipping and commerce channels in the entire world, the Red Sea, where the Houthis are repeatedly attacking commercial ships and putting a potential risk to the global economy. Our next guest has been warning about this moment for a long time. She's the former deputy national security advisor to President Trump and currently the chief of all foreign policy at the Heritage Foundation. She's our good friend, Victoria Coates, and she joins us right now. Victoria, great to have you on. Thank you, John. Good to be with you. Uh, I know a lot of people think the Red Sea, that sounds like something I learned about in geography back when I was a kid, but one of the most important economic channels in the world. The Houthis are really in danger of beginning to shut down global commerce, aren't they? Yeah, this is this is what makes the the Houthi such a difficult problem. Uh, and this is not new behavior on their part. They have taken pot shots at commercial ships for the the last uh, basically two and a half years. Uh, but the intensity of it has ramped up considerably since the October seventh attacks on on Israel from Hamas. And you might wonder why you know a country as distant from Israel as Yemen is, all the way down the uh, the Saudi Arabian Peninsula. That, that the Houthi would decide to get involved in this. And the main reason is Iran. Iran is backing both Hamas and the Houthi. They're trying to use the Houthi as a sort of second front to make the lives of the Israelis and the Americans uh, difficult. But what's happening here, John, is you have the Houthi not just targeting uh, Israeli vessels, they're targeting Norwegian vessels, Liberian vessels. Uh, they have been taking shots at American uh, naval vessels. So this is kind of indiscriminate. They are literally terrorizing world shipping. And the, you know, the cost of this is going to be extraordinary. Yeah, we saw just a few years ago when the Suez Canal got blocked for just a couple days, the extraordinary ripple effect on the economic and uh, global economy. This could be much worse if shippers don't want to go through the Red Sea anymore. Now, remind me, I have this strong recollection that Joe Biden was telling us a couple years ago, oh, the Houthis aren't that bad. We're going to take them off the terrorism list. They're good people. Am I uh, misremembering that? 
Uh, no. Um, we put two different groups on the foreign terrorist organization list uh, during the Trump administration, the uh, Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, the IRGC, the most militant wing in the extremely militant Iranian military, and then the Houthi uh, could join the other uh, Iranian proxies, Hamas and Hezbollah, on the FTO. And it's an important designation because it what happens when you become a, a a formal FTO is that people can't do business with you. Right. So if you so much as give the Houthi a sandwich, you are materially supporting terrorism. And it's a very vigorous process you have to go through with the uh, Treasury Department, the State Department, the uh, Defense Department, led by the National Security Council staff, to get to the point where the State Department lawyers will say, yes, indeed, this, this meets the criterion. They are an FTO. And in both the IRGC and the Houthis case, we went through that process. I mean, you would think from the Trump or the uh, Biden administration reaction that you know, Mike Pompeo and Donald Trump had done this with a stroke of a pen. No, it is, it is, as I said, a very rigorous process. We established the Houthis terrorists bona fides, which they have in spades. And the Biden administration decided because they wanted to talk to the Iranians and get back into some version of the Obama era nuclear deal, that they would use this as a bargaining chip, that rather than sticking to the facts, they were going to send a message to Iran that they were much more reasonable than their predecessors and that they felt the Houthi were not actually terrorists. And the Houthi have been acting up ever since and most recently uh, with this escalated attacks on shipping. Yeah, it really is remarkable. Uh, it seems like Iran is winning on every front. They got billions of dollars from this administration. They destabilized the entire Middle East with the Hamas uh, attacks. Uh, they're now terrorizing the Red Sea for global commerce. Uh, why does the Biden administration continue to capitulate? There's just no historical record, no factual record to say, hey, Iran's acting really good now. We should reward them. They just keep doing it. What's going on? It's very hard to see how undercurrent leadership Iran could be seen as a constructive partner for anything. Quite frankly, they are tying themselves closer and closer to Russia and China. We need to see that not as three distinct problem sets, but increasingly becoming one problem set with China acting as the banker of choice to both Iran and Russia, while Iran and Russia are essentially captive energy streams going to China. And so that that is you know, the reality of the challenge that we face. Instead, the Biden administration, you know, continues to try to to make nice with this regime that has been chanting death to America and death to Israel for more than 40 years. And certainly Hamas would not have been able to do what they did on October 7th without the direct support of a nation state for intelligence, for for training, for equipping. So we need to hold them culpable for that. And then the entire civilized world needs to hold them culpable for what the Houthi are doing. Because the Houthi don't grow ballistic missiles in, indigenously in Yemen. You know, they have to get them from somewhere. Where did they get them from? Iran. And this is, you know, this is what is now threatening to grind global commerce uh, to a halt. Uh, it is a stunning dynamic to watch our own government self-fund its own crises. It's, a, it's an amazing thing to watch. I, I want to pivot because every military uh, expert I'm talking to says, listen, at some point, Israel's going to finish the job. They're going to eradicate uh, Gaza of Hamas. And there's going to be this extraordinary generational opportunity to create a post-Hamas Israel, a post-Hamas Gaza. What are the guiding principles? I know you've done a lot of thinking about this for a long time. What's uh, the best way to approach this so that we create a lasting dynamic of stability in a place that has had nothing but 70 years of strife. 
No, it's it's this is this is literally the the million dollar question, John. Is is will the Palestinian people wake up to the fact that this this strife is no longer in any way winnable for them? And I think that's really the goal of of Israel's action here. Uh, if you go back to, all the way to 100 years ago to 1923, the uh, pioneering Zionist uh, Jabotinsky wrote a, a seminal essay, which I strongly recommend, called the, uh, the Iron Wall. And it's what gives things like the Iron Dome its name. And Jabotinsky's thesis was that the Arabs would never make peace with the Jews if they thought that the Jews could be eradicated. That's always going to be their plan A. Uh, and until you convince them that there is no plan A, they will not negotiate, they won't come to a peaceful settlement. Now that can happen. The Egyptians, the Jordanians, the Emirates, Emirates, the Bahrainis have all demonstrated that it is possible to get to plan B, but only when you decide you don't want to annihilate the Jewish people. And so that is what the United States could very constructively be doing right now, rather than sort of trying to tempt the Palestinians towards a whatever this two-state solution is that they're proposing, they should, could be just laying down a line that with the Palestinians that Israel is going to continue to exist because the United States is going to force that, that we are not going to allow this kind of attack on Israel. And, you know, and, and there's nothing the Palestinians can do about that. And once they come to that realization, I think so many things could be possible, John. You know, Gaza could be, you know, a, a Singapore on the Mediterranean. Right. You know, they could do all sorts of things there. And, you know, the Israelis really, really would like to get this resolved in a sustainable way. You know, they don't want this to go on either. And we have Gulf countries up to and including Saudi Arabia, who also want this to, to end so that they can get on. So they're going to be highly motivated to contribute. But I think we've got to get to that basic basic point where the Palestinians admit that their whole river to the sea nonsense that we also hear chanted here at home is is simply not going to happen. And, you know, that that, that is where the United States can really play a seminal role. Yeah, a very important reality check. Got about 45 seconds left. Real quickly, Pryden uh, keeps talking about the Palestinian Authority. Every uh, Palestinian I've talked to said they're so corrupt they can't possibly govern. Are they the right people to be dealing with in a post-Hamas world? No, we, we need a new structure. And you know, the, the sort of moribund remains of what was the Palestinian Authority is so wildly unpopular. Uh, both in West Bank and in Gaza, the idea of imposing, you know, that kind of corruption and nepotism that that has bedeviled that institution, imposing that on the people of Gaza is hardly a solution. So I think we're going to have to think much bigger, much bolder uh, and, and come up, as I said, with a new paradigm. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Hey, we're heading into the holidays. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Monday is Christmas Day. We've got two very special themed shows coming up for you, and I'm just very proud of that. Both of them looking at the alternate economy, the parallel economy that's been forming, and all the different ways this Christmas you can engage companies and products and services that support free speech, that don't cancel people based on their views. Everything from Rumble, of course, the great video platform, to so many other great things. Truth, the social media platform. Uh, heck, Devin Nunes' wine platform. That's pretty cool. We've got all of that. The next two days, that's what we're going to be focused on. I'm so excited about it. Be sure to check it out. Amanda and I put this together, especially for this very important holiday weekend. We'll have that tomorrow. God bless you. 
You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now, get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.